Swagger Jagger, Swagger Jagger, you should get some of your own. Count the money, get your game up, get your game up, get your, get your game up. Welcome to the Sensual Beats 110th episode of Ding Dong's podcast. It's your boys, sensual beats. Tyler and Zane again. Get out of here. Dude, sensual <clears throat> beats are my are jam. Right. Also, right. grape is my jam. And mm, strawberry. Grape is delicious. And huckleberry. Those are all my jams. I just made myself a smoothie before we started. Oh, shit. No way. And I used the berry blend, which was strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, berry blend. blackberries. Oh my god! And then um, for my liquid, I didn't have any juice, Gee. so I just used you just mostly coffee. It. Oh yeah, or that, and then a splash of milk. <laughs> okay, good. That's and better than mine. It was surprisingly delicious. There, Get out was of it, my room and quit judging you, me. Would you say it's magically delicious? Uh, not quite, because I still haven't woken up yet. She, but, but it, it, I'm not. I'm not about to tell the people what time it is that we're recording this. But no, it's okay, Tyler. I have it's, an excuse. It's, it's 2, two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I woke up at noon. Like this. Um, and uh, you said you were feeling sore. You're feeling like a like a like a baby whose muscles were not so strong at, at this point because you've been doing what? Um, well, I was playing some basketball. Jeez. So that's not my excuse. Oh. No, I, I, th- I think I'm mildly concussed. What? I fucking smashed my head the other day. Zane, what? Have just that feels not, like a tell me before the podcast quite, sort of. <laughs> not being quite correct. Well. As far as energy goes. Yeah, so, huh? I don't love that I'm hearing about this live on air <laughs> where I can't ask you a ton more questions about it. Like I can, no, but I'm we not were, going to. <clears throat> I was at work. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, we we were cleaning this lady's carpets. And yeah. we went in through her basement because they weren't home. And sure. she said, yeah, th- this door is open. Go in through there. Right. Which was great because that was closest to where we were parked. And most of the carpets that we were cleaning were like just inside that door. Okay. Um, and so when I went in, I knew it was low, but I was like carrying equipment. So I was kind of hunched right. and like passing things through the door. So it wasn't a big deal. Hunch and when up. we got done, yeah. I opened the door and just went to walk out like it was a normal door no, no. and took the top of the door frame straight <gasps> into the top of my head. Oof. Don't I, want like, it. Almost put me on the ground. Yeah. And like I didn't realize it till the next morning, but it I think it broke skin. Like I definitely oh, have some kind of like scrape or something on top of my head. Yeah. And I've just been like very flat line the last like that was Wednesday. Yikes, Zane. Um, and I haven't like gotten to like sleep in or really rest or anything. I've had Well, thanks for making me feel like a dick. Double work. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good classic classic ding dong episode i say a thing and then there's a perfectly reasonable justification behind it and then i'm the bad guy that being said oh, i did play Irish? three three games of 21 last night hell yeah and i haven't played 21 for ever 21 and 21, 21. basketball in general 
forever. Right. And uh, it kicked my ass. And so not only am I a little out of it and probably shouldn't have been doing that kind of physical thought, activity, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, my body's broken and I my hips are out of place. <laughs> my body, and stuff. my mind, and my spirit are broken. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Me Hi, welcome to the, the winter in Montana. Years, yeah. Yeah, no shit. Dude, I was told that it was going to be not as gray here, and that was a lie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, I guess, what, yeah, no, it kind of was a lie, because it's I feel like you guys have, because right uh, you don't have mountains all the way around. Like, there's more right, opportunity there's the for Hill. the weather to pass through. Well, so that's what I was going to say, is like, it doesn't get that scary gray, where it's just like, what's up, you're never going to see the sun again sort of levels. Right. But like... Because for those of you who don't know, Missoula is a valley, and we get what's called inversions. And inversions are crazy because Missoula, as a like geographical location, historically was a lake, and it was a glacial lake because there was a big ice dam that blocked up this big canyon. And so right. it's kind of cool. Like that was the whole thing when the dam, the glacial ice dam broke, all the shit flooded out into like the ocean, but it created these giant carved pathways because these huge glaciers at higher than glacial speeds essentially rushed through there and like tore up a bunch of land. And so now when you're skiing, it's kind of cool. Or if you go up on like snowball, our local mountain, you can get right. above the inversion, which is where the clouds yeah. just sit in your Valley. And it looks like the lake is back because the whole Valley it lo- is just clouds. And it's kind of cool. Cause you have like this beautiful bluebird day, but instead Correct. down there, it's fucking awful. And so Spokane doesn't have that. We have the South Hill. But then it's just like the valley off to the right and the <laughs> aka the the east and then um and then north is just flat. Right. For like a long way. Like if there was an inversion here, some horrible thing would have happened. There would have been clouds for uh, fifty miles, like So I got that going on, which is nice. Um, yeah. But also, I've realized that being on the eastern side of a time zone rather than the western side of a time zone is a huge nightmare. Because right. in Missoula, it gets dark real early. Everyone knows it. And that's a winter yeah. thing, too. Like, especially higher yeah. up north. But, like, a big thing that I'm running into is that, like, in Missoula, the earliest it would ever get, like, fully dark, sun is gone sort of things is, like, 4.15-ish. Yeah, 4.15, 4.30-ish. Like, Here, it's, like, 3.30-ish. It's really that much worse? Like, it, dude, well, I, I guess, yeah, you're an hour behind. I, yeah, I'm. so I, that's the thing. It's like I'm only three hours away from Missoula, but in between that is the is the time zone shift. And so I'm on the very eastern edge of the time zone, and Montreal, mm-hmm. Missoula is comparatively pretty much on the exact western side of that time zone. Right. And so it's, you know, it's 120 right here where I'm recording. It's 220 there, but the light isn't functionally that much different over a geographical three hour space. And so like, or like a hundred miles or so. Right. And so like, yeah, in Seattle, I bet it's probably late until 435, whatever. But oh, yeah, cause, and like, especially because they have the ocean there. They don't, like, right, you don't have anything the else. The sun just goes down. Like, and so it's like here, it's like I'll, I'll be in my office, and let's say it's 415, but mm-hmm. in a, probably right around then, 415, 420, it's fully dark. Like, I walk to my car in the dark every night at that point, which is not, like, a scary thing. It's just more of, like, it's crazy to adjust to that because, like, a big thing that we always talked about is Missoula winters are brutal because they last forever. They're gray as shit. You never see the sun, and they're cold. And here, it's like, oh, well, you see the sun a little bit more, but not a ton. And it's a little warmer. Like, right now, it's, like, 45, which is good, but it will get cold. And then the final thing being, like, at least it's not dark. I'm like, oh, it's way darker here, though. Yeah. Like, just across the board, it is objectively way darker here. 
But you live and you learn. Yeah. Does it get early, lighter earlier in the morning? I'm sure you just said that. Yeah, like it it does, but it, that's the thing. It's like a usable daylight. I don't notice it because I have blackout shades in my room so I can sleep because like there's a right. hospital that has flashing lights all the time right behind my apartment and all this stuff. And so it's like I have to use those either way. And yeah. so, yeah, it gets, it gets lighter an hour earlier, too, which would be nice if I woke up at 545, but like <laughs> of, of usable But don't daylight. do that. Yeah, I have to be at work at nine. And so if I set an alarm for 745, it's like. Well, I'm setting it for 7.45 either way, and so it's like, oh, it's just a little more light outside than normal. Right. <clears throat> but That's the, ni- fair. the nice part was right before the time change, it's like, if I got to work real early, the sun wasn't obviously still rising. But if I got yeah. there at like 8.15, 8.30, you could still see like bits of that, and it's like, oh, it's really nice. And now it's like, no, it's basically 11 o'clock <laughs> when you get to work sunrise <laughs> right. time. I'm just done. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Dude, I feel like I had some topics this week and I can't read, so I don't know what they were. Well, I have one. Okay. I have a few. Recently, I've been over-explaining things. Okay. And not like mansplaining. Recently? I I get what they... Yeah, recently and always forever, (laughs) I've been over-explaining things. But I've been using it to comedic advantage recently. So, like, I'll give you a little example. Madison and I walked into the apartment earlier today and... She goes, oof, it stinks. And I was like, what? No, it doesn't. And she goes, yeah, it smells like a fart. And she goes, maybe Matilda's been farting, her cat. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, okay, A, no, it doesn't. But also, B, that's a hilarious thing. And so I look at Matilda, who's like kind of a goofy little kitty anyway. And I go, Matilda, did you fart with your butt? And Madison <laughs> kind of goes, wait, what? And I'm like, ew, Matilda, stop farting with your butt all the time. And she's like, but no, Tyler, like, where else would it be? And I go, listen, if she's going to be in here, she can't be farting with her butt like that. (laughs) And so it's just adding the little extra, like, unneeded part where, like, yeah, everyone knows a fart comes from a butt. But also, like, it doesn't hurt to specify. And that's the thing. People are always like, well, are you implying you can fart from other places? I'm like, no, I'm just being pretty specific about where... She's yeah. farting from. Are you talking to me with your mouth right now? Yeah. Hey, are you looking at me with those eyes? Because knock it off. <laughs> Please shake my hand with that hand. And you're like, what? Huh? And so I don't want to be doing that too often because I think that over explaining obviously gets fucking annoying really fast. But when you say a cat farts with its butt and blame it right. on that, then that's a funny situation really regardless of where you're at. The other problem is that potty humor is coming back. My parents are going to be pumped about this bit. Um, Potty humor is coming back into my world, and I don't know why necessarily. Like, it never left, obviously, but recently it's been resurging. Right. If that's a word that we'll use, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Resurgent potty humor. So You know about it. So so, uh, we were – Halo just came to – I, well, it's been on Xbox for a while, obviously, given that it originated there. But it recently came to computer or PC again, which is great. And right. it's very fun. It's been nice playing with a bunch of friends who, like, played with in high school or, like, didn't play with in high school but now get to and stuff like that. Because that game was so fun. That was, like, the sleepover <coughs> game. Like, you would go. You'd get as many of your friends as possible and pile into a room and it'd be just a bunch of high school kids playing Halo till, like, 4 in the morning. That was most of the summer in high school for me. Right. And so now we land party. Yeah. So now we get to play again and it's just like 
being back in that, which in a sense is really nice. Like you get off work, you're all stressed and all this stuff. And then you just get to go like be a kid again, kind of, which is really great. The problem is that being a kid also means that my sense of humor devolves even farther and faster than it typically does. <laughs> well, because you're you're smarter and better than you typically were. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. Um, and so last night we were playing and uh, there or I guess two nights ago we were playing and there was two people who were really good, two people who yeah. were pretty good. And three of us who were fucking terrible. <laughs> and so we were like trying to assign teams and figure out who should be where and if it was going to be two teams or three teams or whatever. And we ended up breaking it out. And so we set our teams and we clicked play and it assigned us team colors. First team was one good and one great and they were blue. The second team was one good and one great and they were pink. And the third team nice. was all three bad kids and we were brown. <laughs> and so immediately, like just like this big mind meld all started chanting poop team poop team poop team poop team poop team my neighbors are gonna be so sick of that they've been hearing me chant poop team for the last 72 hours they've got like a kid who's probably gonna start chanting poop team he goes to school he's like guys we're the poop team he's gonna be like yeah they're gonna get a call from their parents and be like hi can you come in jonathan's been pretty strange recently we just need to have a chat they show up at the office and they're like okay well what did he do did he like did he like punch a kid like we've been working on it and he's he's inspired a few chants <laughs> around the playground he's chants, a rebel like what like is he is he what is he saying is it like insensitive is it like what is it and, well he and his group of little friends are going by by poop team now <laughs> Yeah, poop team. All right, I'm going to have to have a talk with our neighbor. Yeah, I was surprised to hear it, too. (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly what this is. Fucking Craig in the apartment downstairs. (laughs) God damn it. We have this rapper, Craig, who lives below us. (laughs) And he's just just been a bad influence. He's been rapping about shoelaces a lot recently. And (laughs) he tried to record a track. And get this, it literally took him 45 minutes. And it was terrible. (laughs) Most of it didn't rhyme. But you know what? That fuck. I'm gonna have to bang a broom on the root on the ceiling here sometime soon, because I can't have little Jonathan running around with his friends yelling "poop team." You know what I mean? Poop team six. And they're like, "Well, hey, that dude, fuck it." <laughs> poop team six is really good, actually. It's probably Maybe, anti-American, but yeah, probably yeah. The, the seals who killed Bin Laden and or poop team six. <laughs> That's what he refers to them as. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> posthumously, he's like, SEAL Team 6, more like Poop Team 6, like, but then he's dead. Six. I so. had such a good hiding spot. <laughs> right, he's pissed because he lost Wasn't he just in a it's house? Joke. We probably shouldn't joke about <laughs> Osama Bin Laden that much on a podcast. Probably not. But Poop Team, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it was Poop Team 3 because we were bad. And that was the thing. It was like it started low and slow, and then all of a sudden we would get a kill, and then another one, and then another one, and we just started chanting louder and louder, just Poop Team, Poop Team, Poop Team. And so people who are going to listen to this are going to just reflect for two seconds. Madison does this all the time, and she says, how are you a professional like person, but also Poop Team? <laughs> Well, you're like you got to have a, a great work life balance. Uh, right. It's really this important it. to uh, stay true to yourself, even in the days where you don't really see the direction in what you may or may not be doing. <laughs> right. Most people's pendulum is that was a little dark, but most people's pendulum is like you know a little one of these. 
but our pendulum is one of these. Right, and, and you're, you're at know, one end or the other. There's no, there's right, no it's middle. It's still a pendulum. I'm still averaging in the middle. It's just dramatic right. on either side. <laughs> right. You're like, and oh, so- I know Tyler. He's a pretty good guy. And you're like, yeah, because you've seen both ends, so you can, <laughs> good one, can good differentiate. One, good one. <laughs> joke. Um, so the problem, though, is that it transpired into the next day. And no so we started a group chat and just kept writing it back and forth. More like, like a poop chat. Yeah, you're right. Shit, yeah, you're right. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> he's back. Um, but, like, the other thing, too, I didn't know if you know this. Have you ever been in a group chat where somebody, like, it's half Androids or, like, half iPhones? Yes. And like, it, or it's not all of one or the other? Uh-huh. Where, like, sometimes your text send is SMS instead of iMessage. Specifically our, uh, yeah, right. our flag football one. And so if you... Um, flag football fucking fantasy football. Yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our big flag football league. I'm like, are you hiding something from me? What the fuck? I want to play. <laughs> Dude, I have a story for this after then. Okay. That's great. I don't know if the people have heard about it yet. Since we're on okay. this kind of humor on this episode. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> so... If you on on iMessage, if you hold on a on a message, it'll pop yeah. up a series of options. Like you're on Facebook, and it says like, "Oh, yeah. you want to like, love, haha, whatever." Yeah. So you do that, but on everybody else's phone, it shows up as Tyler liked or Tyler laughed at, and then a quote yeah. of the text that you liked. Right. The thing is, is if you so let's say you send a text that says Tyler's so great and what a cool guy he is, and I say <laughs> love that. Then on your phone, it would say, Tyler loved, Tyler's so great, what a cool guy, he's amazing. Yeah. But then you are, like, if you also had an iPhone and there was a third hypothetical person with an Android, then that person could like the one that I liked or loved <laughs> the one that I loved, and it has a stacking reaction. So at a certain point, it just says, Tyler loved, 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 loved the text that said this. And it's like, what the fuck? And so it gets long as shit. <laughs> Within a minute and a half, we'd done it like 14 times, and people were like, I'm turning <laughs> off notifications for this chat. We can't oh, man. be doing this. I, uh, I, uh, the first time I ever saw that come through, I thought that somebody had literally just, just said- typed it. Like, typed it out right. and put it back in. And <laughs> Tyler really I liked- was. I thought it was hilarious, yeah. but I was also real confused, and then I was like, oh- iPhone, they can probably like messages in a group chat. <laughs> right. I just don't get that option. Well, and it's like Aziz Ansari is telling a joke where he's like bugging his cousin Harris or whatever. Of course. And he'd, be, he'd be like, oh, uh, Harris is a big fan of Will Smith. And it's like, that's not the actual language, but that's way funnier. And right. so it'd be like, Tyler's a big fan of that text message. Would be a hilarious thing to <laughs> type back and then just direct quote it. But just put by just putting quotation marks. He's a big fan. Tyler's a big fan of. It's a good chat, Brent. And so like, (laughs) they're good chats, Brent. (laughs) And so yeah, so that obviously devolved into debauchery. At one point later that night, we were playing Rocket League, and on that Mm -hmm. game, you can set your little group. Like if you have a bunch of friends, yeah, you can set your like a group or clan or whatever in that game, and you get a four-letter acronym for your team. And so we obviously named it Poop Team. Of course. Um, and the tag, it wouldn't let us put P-O-O-P. It would, so instead, obviously, we had to go gamer style and put P-0-0-P. Beautiful. People are going to hate Poop this Poop Team episode, for life. But I don't care. Um, we'll break off the poop humor for a bit, but I will be coming back to it. So just FYI. Zane, I want to remind, well, you'll obviously know about this, but I want to tell the audience a story about 
my professional college football glory. If you'll if you'll bear with me here for just a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You were there. You witnessed it. Today, the Montana Grizzlies are playing in the cha- uh, not in the championship, but in the in the playoffs. They had a, b- a bye week this week, and they're playing at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Well, guess who else right. played at Washington Grizzly Stadium? Me, yeah. Zane, and a bunch of yeah. our friends in flag. That football. came up as one of my uh, one of my memories on Facebook the other day. Yeah, well, so that's what reminded me. And oh no, mentioned- that's not what it was. You mentioned flag I, it was, football. It was here. in my tag tag fo- tag pictures on Instagram. Heck yeah, dog. Dude, but that's the thing. So that's right. You just heard Zane mention it. I was not fast enough to play, just objectively. But historically, people have described me as deceptively athletic, a little quicker than I thought. And and so using those descriptions, I think you get a pretty good, vivid picture of where I'm at athletically. Right. But there's something about being under those bright lights on a Wednesday night, a frosty really, Wednesday, that really brings it out in me. Walking down that tunnel with all the ghosts of the greats, you know what I mean? <laughs> to go play on a forty-yard field in a sweatshirt and sweatpants, hell yeah! <laughs> Nothing like living those days again. So, La Vida Loca, you might say. Oh, and indeed, I would say that. Uh, college is a time for intramural athletics. And it's great because it gives everybody a shot because normally they put in leagues that are for bad kids and then leagues for good kids at athletics. I don't know how they are personally. Um, right. We play. I don't. What league did we play? I feel like we played in an upper league. I think it was. Not, I think it was just the was that the just four a, on four flag football league. I yeah. don't think there was. They might not have had was, a league in that one. Long story yeah. short, we were up against a variety of competition, and sometimes yeah. it was a breeze and we would win like seventy to nothing. And right. sometimes it was not that. We but were I winning by we, one very point. Very rarely we lose. Yeah. Yeah. No, we lost to one team in the championship. Right? Yeah. Every year we did it. Yeah. And it was always like the track team who was really yeah. fucking fast and really fucking good. Yeah. And so the thing is, it's like I know I can't keep up with that. And and for four on four flag football, it's like a little different if you've never played it. Because yeah, it's have, like hash to hash to sideline and end zone to the forty yard line. Right, so it's a smaller field. Plus, you obviously don't have like a five man line of scrimmage, and you don't have or a five man like yeah line yeah. and stuff like that. You have one lineman, basically a center who's snapping the ball, a quarterback, and then two wide receivers. Yeah, you can and usually line one of the receivers lines back. up like a tight end. Right, you can line up as back. a running back, but like yeah, why you don't really want to do that. Um, so. That's how it goes. So my position was obvious, like typically was center because I could block and I wasn't fast enough to run the routes. Our buddy Sam was normally the quarterback or you, Zane. And then whoever it was normally like you and Andy or you and somebody as our wide receivers. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot about Matt. So tall. Um, Dude, I almost killed Matt one night. (laughs) Oh, shit. I hope. Well, did you did? It was in game. You were there. Wait, what? I'll tell that story after you finish what you're. So. The thing is, though, is like that's on offense. On defense, you normally have two people covering, or sometimes even three people covering and one person yeah. rushing. Yeah. And so my job was often to rush. I was a defensive end, not unlike Aaron Donald. Correct. Um, I was, was the Aaron Donald of our team. Absolutely fucking dominant. He was our Jadavion Clowney in Seattle, not in Houston. 
Right. I would at the Houston wise host JJ Watt, but with less injuries. Right. Well, similar injuries. So <laughs> um couple broken backs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Putting it all out there on the that's, field, you know. That's why his back hurts today. Yeah, exactly. Um lingering professional but, injuries. But I, I, I can't say it wasn't without my performance enhancing you know substances. And I, I hate to tell the people this now because I know there were uh, plenty of fans who all one of them who watched in the stands. Right. That, you know, are going to be disappointed by this. Um, but at the same time, you know, I just got to be honest about it. It's even documented. And I feel like it's right. just time that people Yeah, know. there's picture evidence. I mean, we all did it. We were all there, man. We're, Guys. We're as guilty as ever. When I played defensive end in flag football, I was on sack juice. Maybe Longest we should call Sack Juice for a sponsor. Dude, holy shit. Yeah, I can't believe Sack Juice hasn't sponsored us yet. Right. Which is upsetting. So, little backstory. You, I, it's devastating <laughs> to hear, I know, but little backstory. Sack Juice, not unlike Michael Jordan's secret stuff. Secret stuff, yeah. Is what gave me my absolutely dominant pass rushing abilities. What it was, was Capri Sun. <laughs> And I thought <laughs> it was hilarious because for whatever reason, I could always get around and either force an incompletion or sack the quarterback. I think one game I had like eight sacks, which is a fucking joke. That's crazy. Yeah. Why? We, our games were like <laughs> 10 minutes long. Like, It was incredible. It was fun to watch. Well, and I'll, I'll, I'll check to you on this because I felt like I was a goddamn animal out there. But, but yeah, I mean, I feel like the numbers no, for don't sure. lie. Here's the thing. It's like. Not only can you get on the, around the line and right. get a block, that the lineman's an eligible receiver. Right. So if the quarterback is quick enough and you shed your block, they can just throw it to the guy who is blocking you, and they're right. usually wide open because everybody else is in coverage. So to be able to not only get around the block, but also get to the quarterback in time and take his flag, which is hard to do on its own. Right. That's Dude, I think impressive. I had like four safeties that season. That's yeah, absurd. You did. And it like that like won us games right like repeatedly because people would go into the end zone and either back out of the back of the end zone or whatever not paying attention because they're trying to find an open receiver not going to happen and and that would be so like it was so fun to feel so athletic for once in my life i was like (laughs) holy shit because i've always been okay at sports but never like the dominant performer and every once in a while it would just shine through but the thing is i think i have to give it all up to sack juice because sack juice was basically, it literally was Capri Sun. There was, was nothing Capri special Sun, yeah. about it. It was but, a sack of juice, but and the thing it made is, you right, sack. Right, and that was kind of the, the draw to it, was that I'd get on the sideline and just fucking slam one, and then go back right. in the game and get a sack. And so it obviously <laughs> became sack juice. Yeah. And which was worked. not a thing that people like to hear about. No, no. I like to believe it's because they like integrity in sports. I think they just right. told me it sounded fucking gross. <laughs> Arguably correct. But so <laughs> what night am I not remembering that you injured our teammate of ours? So we were playing. It was, I think, the, one of the semifinal games, and it was okay. just dumping rain. Yeah. And so we're going down the field, and Sam is like, Zane, I can't play quarterback because oh, Sam fuck, wears right. glasses. Yeah. And he couldn't see through his You're glasses. Right, he was fogged up. So, so we're probably like 15 yards out from the end zone, and we had to score. Right. Um, that was the night where, uh, oh, who was the kid? 
who actually played D1 football right. and then came, one of Sam's friends. It's very scary, yeah. Real nice guy. Yeah. He came back and he was like helping us light it up. Right. It was, um, it was scary for the other teams because they were like, uh-oh, shit, we have an actual athlete right. on the other this side of this. This kid's ridiculous. Right. Um, but they keyed in on that and he was getting double covered and Sam couldn't see so he wasn't getting the ball to him right. very well. And so we have Matt who's an athletic person yeah. but not like a sport specific athlete like right he's just he was, general it, athlete yeah i don't know that he was like like ever played any sport for any amount of time sure. other than just like playing sports right um but he was fairly reliable he was usually like our running back slot receiver guy yeah and so we're like 15 yards out from the end zone sam's like i can't play quarterback because i can't see i'm gonna sit this play out you go play quarterback because right. we need all three of our other receivers in. And I was like, all right. <clears throat> so we snapped the ball on like the 15-yard line or so, and I rolled out. I'm running away from a dude, mm -hmm. and I look back across the field, and here's Matt making a slant route right along the end zone line. Right. And so I planted and threw the ball as hard as I could. Which is so him. fucking Not to hard. Him. Not to him, at right. him. Right. Like, because there were also three people, like, Everybody was converging there. So it right. was not true triple coverage. Three people weren't covering him, but, but there were three, three sets three of hands up. and his right. in that like little <laughs> pocket right. there. So right. I threw it as hard as I could at him. And he got his hands up and it went straight through his hands and just cooked him right in the sternum. Right. But he just put his chest arms catch. to his chest right. yeah. and caught it against his chest and put just fell over backwards into the end zone. Right, you killed so him. So we got for the a touchdown. The but he just laid there for, for a while. Dude, and I'll vouch like, for I'm this. Sorry, Zane man. throws harder than anyone I know. He and not like on purpose necessarily, but like you always hear stories about like Brett Favre throwing so hard it broke a dude's hands or whatever. Yeah, like, like separated the skin between their fingers. Right. I've like my dad played that's with a guy like me, that. And I'm like, please no. Like take my glove off and it's just like a different color and I'm like, well, how did this happen? <laughs> and so I can only imagine not only having that because that's on my hands and then I just scream and I run away. But like, um, you know, that's the Tyler that's has the, pretty good hands for the record. I yeah, that, I was gonna say that's what allows me to be the professional football college athlete I once was. You know, that's those kind of trials and tribulations are what got me there. Right, sack juice came later. Yes, he earned that he earned yeah. that that position on his own sack juice was in grad school i was i was past my time i probably should have hung up the cleats but i just you know for the love of the game <laughs> for the love of the i game. just i yeah just switch from offense and just being you know mr sticky hands to um you know the defensive line and, and contributed my talents there and so i i hate to tarnish my reputation live on podcast but um <laughs> you know i feel like it's a it, it's the right time it's it, it's some other people might be coming out you know and, and it feels like just letting everybody know that yeah i was on sack juice and yeah. that's what led to those dominant performance <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zane Reese, oh, oh please man. go ahead you got no i was just the, that's it go so we were I'm, watching i'm looking for something else we were watching this show back to the poop humor guys go ahead and skip this part if you hate <laughs> the episode so far um we were watching. <laughs> we were watching an episode of some show on TLC. Oh, welcome to Plathville. It's called. It's fascinating. But um, they have these little commercials in between, and right. um, one of them was like a local community college nursing commercial. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool, right? Get some advertising or whatever. Yeah. And I've just been in like a, a goofy mood all day, just like yeah. 
Madison and I went to get breakfast and I was a fucking menace the whole time because I'm just like <laughs> making dumb jokes and like it's the pendulum, being man. a kid basically. And she goes, or yeah, we're like watching it and the lady goes like Spokane Community College, like uh, this nursing program is a 12 week program that'll get you certified in under, or like it's a, it's under a year program with 12 weeks of intensive training or something. And it cuts to an interview and this lady goes, they'll do urinalysis, blood draws, EKGs and a list a bunch of other stuff. But right. I, in my head, I was laughing because you don't. It's weird to start a list with your analysis for a variety of reasons. You're right. One, because alphabetically, not up there. Two, your analysis is like a funny ass word. Right. And so in my head, I literally go <laughs> like the commercial plays out, and I just turn to Madison, and it's like at Spokane Community College, in our nursing program, you'll deal with poo poo, pee pee, <laughs> <laughs> noggin scans, and just like fucking went on. <laughs> And then the eyeball looks right, <laughs> right. Body poke touches. And, well, and pick more. your nose. Well, so like, can you imagine being at your doctor's office and going in, and he's being like, Ugh. "Door, that's the door opening noise," and he's like, "I thought that was the doctor." <laughs> your doctor and he and just goes, <laughs> your doctor just goes, <laughs> "You're like, what's wrong with me, doc?" And he's like, <laughs> "You're like, I'm dying." Help me! And so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you go into your doctor's office and he's like comes in and he just uh, just opens up the door and then <laughs> and then he goes, uh, "Well, James, I've got your pee pee and poo poo analysis back." <laughs> and you're like, "Well, tell me what it is, doc. Just get it over with." And he goes, "I'm so sorry to have to tell you this, but you've got duty butt." <laughs> This will either be so funny for somebody or not funny at all. <laughs> and that's fine. These jokes you, sponsored by Sack Juice. <laughs> Dude, but like, can you imagine like professional industries, like especially with doctors being like, they have to look well, at your poo-poo and pee analysis fix, came back. You can't fix a heart with a dirt bike. <laughs> just, just really, just really, really like non-serious. Like they were or never the other way around. They're like, Sir, uh, we've come back and your CAT scan results are in. Okay, and okay. you're right, he's adorable. <laughs> I can barely be a lawyer, but they definitely wouldn't let me be a doctor because at that point, like, the most I mess up is finances. <laughs> you know, like, the most somebody else messes up is, like, oh, that person's dead now. And so, like, and so, right, yeah, if you're a doctor, dude, like, cat scan joke has to kill all the time. Right. Sometimes literally, unfortunately, but most of the time, <laughs> not literally, just humorously. Like, uh, thank you for, for being here. Um, we have some unfortunate news. Your, your stool sample came back, and uh, you're falling over because your stool's missing a leg, so you should probably get a new one. <laughs> hate it. Saw it coming a mile away. Still don't like it. Dude. <laughs> Did you see that New Jersey has a Twitter account now? Like the city? Like the well, New Jersey is a state, but yes. Okay. The I didn't whole know that. no, the whole state that it was a state has a has a Twitter account, and they're I'm just kidding. fucking wild. <laughs> of course, because it's New Jersey. Does Joe Budden run it? <laughs> one of the first ones I saw, it just said like, okay, here's here's the thread, right? They're talking about like, oh, New Jersey, blah, blah, all this stuff and kind of dissing on it. And they keep yeah. responding to this one person. Some guy goes, the state of New Jersey has a Twitter handle that appears to be run by a sarcastic Jersey girl. Use welcome. 
And they respond, my name ain't Bick, but I keep that flame, man. And I'm like, yeah. huh? And so somebody else goes, who let New Jersey have a Twitter? And they responded with, your mom. This oh, is a beautiful. verified Twitter account, at NJGovs. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, this is what I want more, unfortunately, out of our I'm here for it. Out man. of our government. But yeah. it, it's also <laughs> it's also weird shit too. Um like whose line is that? My name ain't big, anyway. but I keep that flame. I don't remember. Anyway. But so <clears throat> there's again, because it's Twitter and everything's so strange on here, there's an account called Beans After Dark. Well, because this is the alt account, too. There's like a a bean joke generator or something like that. Right. But Beans After Dark has a tweet that they put out a few days ago. (laughs) Has a tweet that they put out a few days ago. Bean joke generator name. (laughs) They put it out, and the tweet reads, you know the little sad emoji, but not like the, oh, I'm sad crying, like the big cartoon puss in size sort of face? Yeah. Yeah. So imagine that emoji every time I say it. It just says, so hungries, two of those emojis. Or so hungies, two of those emojis. Me want bagel, me want bagel, six of those emojis. I so hongi, H-O-N-G-I-E, me want bagel from Einstein, three of those. Line so long, sad face emoji. And the fucking New Jersey Twitter responds, New Jerseyans be like. (laughs) And the bean guy goes, so true, New Jersey, 100, 100. Like what the fuck We have an active impeachment hearing going on There is like chaos all across the world And fucking New Jersey is tweeting at Beans After Dark And is like so true <laughs> A whole ass state has a Twitter Preach account, And it's exactly as wild as everyone would have expected Of course But like Jer- the, the crazy thing is Is that Jersey is like moving upscale Like it's still way ch- cheaper than New York and stuff but it's like trending that direction. Right. But the people are the same. Oh, Nothing completely. has changed. Yeah. They just have more publicity. And shit like this helps. Because it's like, right. I don't want to go to New Jersey. Because if anything, it makes me more scared of New Jersey. Oh, yeah. That they'd for be sure. like fucking mean to me online, too. Right. But I'm also like, <laughs> maybe. Like, it should, I, sh- I know I shouldn't be happy about New, New Jersey as a state being like your mom, but also a little right. bit. <clears throat> right. Because of that, I feel like unless you're face to face with somebody and they can really understand your tone, your mom has lost all its effect on the internet other oh, yeah. than being funny. Right. Like that's just now it's just funny. Right. Um, that's like, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, you is a pretty good one, too. Yeah. Just no to you anything. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happened on Twitter yesterday, this is our Twitter update. Um, Netflix tweeted out because there's a well. th- there's a thing going yeah. around right now. Mm-hmm. Netflix tweeted out what's something you can say during sex, but also when you manage a brand Twitter account, which is a good parody right. of like the funniest one I saw was like <laughs> uh, it was like what can you say during baseball and sex? And the one yeah. I came up with is ball one, ball two, <laughs> ball three. <laughs> no, that was a pretty good one. Um. So, so some of these brands though. This is uh, most of these resp- replies were from like actual yeah, like verified brands. verified accounts. Um, <clears throat> Hulu goes Netflix and chill, which is a pretty good one. <laughs> Pop Tart said, "Fill me up," and everyone panicked. <laughs> Firefox goes, "We'll keep this private." 
Craft macaroni and cheese with a good one I didn't read yesterday says can take anywhere between seven and ten minutes. <laughs> Mr. Peanut goes, I need a nut, obviously. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Ubisoft goes, Ubisoft. Good one. I saw uh, Pornhub responded and just put anything. <laughs> Aer Lingus, the Irish flight, right. goes, we're dimming the lights for takeoff. And Netflix goes, LOL, LOL, even if Lingus is right there. And they just go behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Wingstop goes bone in please And Netflix responds bone apple tea <laughs> Tazo tea goes Sometimes it helps to blow on it first Good one <laughs> Wendy, Wendy's goes wow Four for four <laughs> Arby's do you want more meat And Netflix goes man this is a Netflix <laughs> Like it's I know but some people see it as like corny or whatever, like, oh, haha, silence brand, like, get out of here. But I'm like, yeah. this is so innocent and also fucking hilarious. It's pretty good. Like, and the <laughs> and fact that they're like allowed to do that. Right. But that's the thing. It's like, if people kind of chilled out a little bit, like, this is yeah. so funny. Like, objectively, it's so funny. And the right. responses from people who are fans of these pages that are just like, what is happening? The sky is falling, sort of like, we're, <laughs> we love it, but like, we never expected. Like you can't just right. say shit like that as a corporate Twitter account, but now you can because there aren't any rules. The rules don't exist anymore. What's good? What's going on? I also have a Twitter update. Please, I believe you saw the the parent tweet of this. It says every city city has a quote unquote guy. Yeah, fucking, they all know yeah. about. You can visit a friend in their town and see a man dressed in robes riding a horse, and your friend will go, "Oh yeah, that's horseback Jesus." And then that's just the end of the explanation. Right. Exactly. So he followed that up with a couple more tweets. I don't sure. know if you I went didn't down. See that, no. He goes, the replies to this are 70% fun and silly and 30% damn. Rest in peace to our guy, Huge Coat William, the juggling scooter attorney. <laughs> don't just reply <laughs> to this Coat with your William city's guy, please. <laughs> Dude, hold on, Do that what? and then get them elected mayor, mayor. Change happens locally. Put chicken soup Bethany on the city council and let's all just have some fun for once. <laughs> Holy but shit, then, I wish I had seen scroll those. down. I'm going to fucking I'm going to send you <laughs> one of these replies cuz apparently Milwaukee has <laughs> the Milverine. Stop. <laughs> Who's a construction worker who likes to power walk around shirtless? It looks like a knockoff version of Wolverine. Dude, he looks like he looks like a kid who drew Wolverine's face on like Wolverine's shitty body. What the fuck? I can't. I can't deal with this. It's too much. It's too much. He doesn't. He doesn't walk. The city moves under his feet. Dude, no fucking way. Milverine. Obviously, Missoula's is the octopus, right? Oh yeah, it's either the octopus. It used to be rest in peace, uh, the dancing guy. Oh, the dancing Park guy. Dancing R.I.P. guy. Uh, top shelf. There was Bus Lady too. She was really cool. She drew in the mall all the time. Yeah. And yeah. so like, and there's also the Flower Lady who sells flowers downtown. True. Yeah. Uh oh, there's the jewelry guy though too, but he's just kind of there. Oh yeah, what's his name? Um, I've talked. He's perfectly nice. Octopus. He is. Octopus, I think, fits this. Yeah. This thing though, because that would very much like I've done that to people who I've been driving around out of town, who are just like, yeah. uh, and I'm like, oh shit, that's the octopus, and they're like, uh huh, and I'm like, oh, it's just he's the octopus, you know what <laughs> I mean? He's the chess guy. Yeah. There was the also chill. the skate girl on campus. Yeah, but I feel like she, yeah, 
She's she's too niche. Octopus yeah. has been around. I saw him walking around a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah what a yeah. cool guy. I still see him all over the place. Anyway. So. Anyway, that's fun. <laughs> Fucking Johnny, wild, dude. What yeah. are we at for time? Dude, uh, we're at 43 means. I have a conspiracy corner today. Please tell us all about it. And I'm I'm really hoping you can stop me early if I if we've already talked about this okay. one, but I don't think we have. I... Um, but since it's almost Christmas, uh, it feels fairly appropriate. Yes. Um, there's a conspiracy out there that Kevin McAllister from Home Alone is Saw from the Jigsaw or is is Jigsaw <laughs> from the Saw movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have not talked about this, and I can't wait to hear more. Um, so the idea is that, I mean, you, you keep seeing these posts. I'm sure you have. I don't know if everybody else has. Sure. They pop up around this time of year that just says, remember, Kevin McAllister could have called the police at any time while his parents were gone, wait, and he fuck? didn't. That's he chose to point. torture these men. No, hold on. That's a great point. Why didn't he just call the cops? Do they right. address that? Like, I've right. seen that movie a few times. They don't, ad- as far as I know, he just does that shit. You're right. Yeah. Just call so, the police. Here you go. Says, I can almost feel your incredulous reaction coming through my computer screen from the future reality in which you are reading this. Just hear me out. Yes. Throughout Home Alone and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Kevin displays anger control issues, a proclivity for violent fantasies, and voyeuristic tendencies combined with a fetish for recorded video. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Oh, no. One, Kevin becomes fascinated with his next door neighbor, old man Marley, after learning that Marley is possibly a serial killer known as the South Bend Shovel Slayer. Kevin seems especially obsessed with the idea that old man Marley imprisoned and mummified his victims. Early on in Home Alone, Kevin comes downstairs to discover that the extended McAllister clan has been or has devoured all the slices of his beloved plain cheese pizza. His older brother, the corpulent bully Buzz, Buzz. teases him about this, telling Kevin that if he wants some plain cheese pizza, someone is going to have to barf it up. Kevin sees his cousin, the his bedwetter Fuller, with whom Kevin is sharing a bed later that evening, gleefully smirking while filling his feeble bladder with product placement Pepsi. Kevin reacts by flying into a murderous rage, releasing a guttural scream while tearing into Buzz in a whirlwind of nails and teeth. Buzz easily outfights Kevin. Okay. Pushes him back against the counter. Okay. Point three. Kevin eventually orders his very own plain cheese pizza and delights in uh, threatening the pizza boy with death, using snippets of dialogue played from a videotape to make the teen believe he's about to be shot. After the pizza boy flees in fear for his very life, Kevin retrieves the pizza box and creepily hisses, a lovely cheese pizza just for me. Kevin would use this technique again to fend off one of the early incursions of thieves Harry and Marv. In Home Alone 2, Kevin records a video of his Uncle Frank in the shower, later using the video to frighten hotel workers. True. Kevin experiences frequent realistic visual and auditory hallucinations, seeing the furnace in the basement as a ravenous, fiery mod monster. This particular symptom of his psychosis would become important uh, to his methodology as the serial killer Jigsaw. Good lord. Um, So then it keeps going, talking about is that normal child behavior. It's so Um, good. Yeah. Let us consider Kevin's metal mouth furnace monster hallucination. Sure. I contend that obviously scarring that this obviously scarring childhood fear would play an influential role in his later work as Jigsaw and that he would use a similar looking device to torture Amanda in Saw. This is like a fucking thesis. Yeah, this is like a full on article. I no, I'm about, obsessed. Please continue. 
Um, in Saw 2, Kevin slash Jigsaw recreates his childhood basement right down to the furnace monster. Jigsaw places the antidote to a poison inside the furnace, luring his victim inside. When the victim grabs the antidote, the furnace door shuts and the victim is burned alive. Good lord. Um, and they have a side-by-side picture here. I don't okay. know. You, you won't be able to see it. Um, but it is definitely... Okay, that's pretty... His it's like two of his uh Yeah. His uh basement it, basically. It's not the ones dissimilar. from the movie and ones from Saw. What um the fuck? The, mo- noticeably Kevin's home defense devices are triggered by the victim, just as Jigsaw's traps are right. from the very beginning. He was using fire to dispatch victims. Kevin caused Harry's hand to be burned when the older man grabbed a white hot doorknob and he rigged a blowtorch trap that triggers when Harry opens the door, resulting in the thief's head being burned to the skull. That's true. So then it just pretty much keeps going. Uh, Dude, Jigsaw had flammable jelly, fire, basements, ornaments under the windows, making people walk on broken glass. Yeah, I even if it's not, I love that theory, right? And no shade on Macaulay Culkin, but he grew up to be kind of a creepy dude. He also like he also rapped about, or didn't he have a pizza pop punk band or something like that? I think so at some point. Well, and so not necessarily say that Macaulay Culkin specifically is him, but the idea of Kevin the character being right also Jigsaw the character. I'm not, I don't hate that idea, right? It it adds a very interesting. It stresses dynamic. me out a little bit, but yeah, it's not so bad. Also, shout out to Macaulay Culkin because over the last ten years, he's kicked a crack addiction and is like healthy and right. That's what I mean. Like he's he's turned his life around. That's why I'm like I'm not trying to shade this dude, but also like, no, 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 for sure. I he was did just some saying. weird shit for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Here's the deal. I've been feeling real creative recently. Good on on Photoshop, and I have ideas but i need more i've gotten a few from friends madison's given me a bunch but shout out madison we want to start making more of what we've just made which is stickers yeah we We got stickers stickers. dude tell us about these stickers zane what do we got yo so we got three different stickers we have what okay we have we have just the ding dong the ding dong bells, and we'll post we'll fi- we'll post these on Facebook so yeah. you can so you can see them. Um, we just have little button stickers that are the ding dong bells, like our logo. They don't say anything on them; they just have the yellow bells just and the circles. blue background. Um, and they're just little two inch circles, um, so they're great. You can put them on water bottles. You can put any of these on water bottles, laptops, wherever you put your stickers. You know, I might have to put put one on uh, our studio monitors. Oh shit! Just great cause. Idea. Um, so we have those, we have, uh, beef hams stickers, uh, that are custom made by Tyler with ideas from Nick. Yeah. Uh, shout out Nick. to Nick. Um, and also have the little ding dong logo down at the bottom. Uh, they're like a turquoise tealish kind of color mm-hmm. and have, uh, a beef ham on them. A big old uh, beef Since ham. we are all, since we are all beef hams together here. Um, and then we here. have... We have our shitty joke stickers, which are great. Arguably, all of these are shitty jokes right, uh, but, stickers. But we have the seasonal. Uh, they look seasonal. These look like Christmas stickers yeah, now that I look at them. That's why I like them. Um, but it just says, fit it, atten, binfer. 
and then at the bottom it says Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, because if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. <laughs> Which is probably one of the best worst jokes I've ever come up with. Anyway, so the, like, like I said, the bell ones are little round two-inch ones. Uh, are the square ones three by three? Yeah. Allegedly? Allegedly. They seem a little smaller than that. All of these are just slightly smaller than than whatever the print size says, um, which is fine. But we have the rounded corner fitted at and bin for uh, uh, stickers. That, and those are like not quite a Texas orange, but like a burnt close, orange. Yeah. Um, and they have the sticker logo. And then a one by <clears throat> or a two by three um, rectangular beef ham. Uh, beef ham stickers. So like we said, we'll post those on Facebook um, and probably our Twitter. And you can let us know if you want one. We'll ship them to you. We do have very, very limited quantities. So if you but want them, we're glad get to them order quick. more too. That's the thing. We'd, order more. We'd sell love us out. to be able to order more because we finally um, made merch after 110 episodes. It only <laughs> took us and all these merch ideas. But, but yeah. this is also proof too because these ideas came from fans and listeners too for like what we should put on our merch. And so if you have ideas, message right. me Please or Zane or the us. page on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever, and we can yeah. try and make it. I mean, worst case, it's like I'll fuck around in Photoshop and try and come up with something and just send right. it to you so you have the like, image Even of if it. it's just a text idea, you don't have to send Tyler like a picture. Be like, hey, what if you did this? Right. And just he can do his interpretation. Yeah. And I'll see and I'll try and do it and probably send it back to you. Maybe that'll be my yeah. Christmas gift, a ding-dong gift to you. Is if you have an, it's a gift. And again, keep in mind, my Photoshop abilities are limited at best, but they're also but like... But we, we now have physical stickers. Right, but we now so have physical have merch. Decent. So if you want to buy those, let us know, and we'll gladly get us them know. to you. We'll get them to you. Um, if you're in Missoula, there's a chance I can even just hand deliver them to you. Um, and we'll post them with, with prices online as well. They're nice stickers, too. They're not like <laughs> yeah. shitty, like, I voted... Well, no, they're the, good. I, voted stickers I have one in my hand right now. But they're like and nice they're, and vinyl-y and pretty quality i think they're supposed to um, last for a long time so yeah so oh tyler i didn't tell you it also came with a coaster cute man so big up sticker mule not a sponsor but <laughs> yeah also uh just while we're on shouting things out yeah um i'm sure some of you remember and would like to forget our friend kent who uh <laughs> <laughs> was on the hot wings episode holy gosh yeah, host of the um, podcast, Kent. For real, though, we are good friends with Kent. Yes. And uh, I don't know if I told you, Tyler, but Kent has been wanting to start his own podcast. He has. Yes, I saw And that. he is now three episodes in um, to a podcast called Motion. Motion. I believe. I believe so, too. Um, it is a parkour podcast. Heck, yeah. Um, because Kent owns a parkour gym. Um, it's a parkour cast. Yeah. But it's, um, it, oh, sorry, it's method, excuse me. Method, that's what it is. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, it's called, it's called method. Um, you can find it on Facebook. Um, it looks like he's using Podbean, like we are. Yeah. So you should be able to find it on Spotify, Apple, um, all that kind of stuff. This is not a sponsor. I just got a notification that he posted podcast helping out the podcasts, third one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's friends helping too. friends. Like I think they talk about, I think they talk about um, like parkour and the business in the first episode, but then yeah. they talk about like a bunch They're of th- other stuff. Like I, I, I right. don't think it's if you're like, oh well, I wouldn't listen to that because I don't do parkour. It's like, well, go check it out at least. No, definitely check it out. This one they're talking about uh, seasonal depression, which is basically what we started with right. about Welcome it being dark. Episode, yeah. 
Um, and just how that affects, I haven't gotten very far into it, but they're talking about how it affects like how they train and like wanting to get out of bed and do stuff, which is, which is important. Most F. <clears throat> Dude. Um, so cool. And Ken's actually a really good conversation. He's a great like, guy. He's a great he's, host he's of a, a podcast, goof, just not but... when he's Im- imbibed with hot wings, you know? <laughs> so, so as long as that show stays free of hot wings, he should be just fine. Should be great. And we will go invade it with hot wings. Yeah. What if that's, what if their 85th episode is just <laughs> hot wing catastrophe? <laughs> um, yeah. Man, well, like I said, if you guys have any ideas that you're looking to have a guy with limited abilities make, let me know. And maybe, who knows, if we like it so much we want to put it on a sticker, maybe we'll put it on a sticker. Yeah. And also, here's a here's the other thing. This is like a, a starter run. Like if our stickers sell well and we think and and you guys show interest and want to get a t-shirt or hats or something like that. That's something we're perfectly happy to do in the future. Right. We just um, wanted to start with stickers because they're like somewhat affordable yeah. for everybody. And also like they're not crazy to try and because like with T-shirts, you have to order like 20 of them. And it's like to make it cost effective yeah. at all. But with stickers, they're pretty cheap Yep. to buy, to sell, to do whatever with, you know. So, heck, yeah. let's let's put some stickers out there. And Tell your then friends. you just get to be on an inside joke. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like the beef ham is going to be the biggest conversation starter. Dude, the beef ham is great. But if everybody told, think of this: if everybody told a friend of theirs to listen to like one episode of our podcast, yeah. how wild would that be? That would be so cool. That would be like double our fans. <laughs> <laughs> then we have two fans. Then we have two fans. We have like six fans right now. Yeah, that I can think of, and then also like thirty other people who we've never heard from. Who, like, it's bold of me to assume that we would hear from every single person who listens to our podcast, right? Yeah. But well, it it's doesn't like mean I'm I don't a notorious non-commenter on things that I I find interesting. Right, same. Me on Reddit every day. Yeah. Right. We lurk, guys. Well, we're off to post this episode and finish the second half of the Grizz game. But we hope you have a beautiful, fantastic little weekend, huh? Love you all. Mm-hmm. See okay, you bye. next week. Goodbye. Eee.